Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello, listeners. We read last week about how Israel wanted to be like the nations around them. They wanted to have a man they could look up to a man who stood out from the rest. Israel stood at the center of the nations, looked around, and noticed that all the other nations had kings ruling over them, governing them, guiding them in their various directions, and they wanted that for themselves. While this was rebellious of them, God would still use it to carry out his plan for salvation. Israel would receive a king. Let's read together about how God gave Israel her king in 1 Samuel 10. We read there the following. Samuel summoned the people of Israel to the Lord at Mizpah and said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought Israel up out of Egypt, and I delivered you from the power of Egypt and all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have now rejected your God who saves you out of all your calamities and distresses. And you have said, No, set a king over us. So now present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and clans. When Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. Then he brought forward the tribe of Benjamin clan by clan, and Matri's clan was chosen. Finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen. But when they looked for him, he was not to be found. So they inquired further of the Lord, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord said, Yes, he has hidden himself among the baggage. They ran and brought him out, and as he stood among the people, he was a head taller than any of the others. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see the man the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And the people shouted, Long live the king! Samuel explained to the people the regulations of the kingship. He wrote them down on a scroll and deposited it before the Lord. Then Samuel dismissed the people, each to his own home. God had Samuel gather Israel together at Mizpah in order to give them their king. While Samuel had scolded them for rejecting God as king, still he did the will of the Lord. The lots were not to discipline the people, but to select the man who would be king, just as the Lord had told Samuel, and just as he had instructed him to anoint Saul to be the king. So he was selected by lot but he was not there to be found. The man Israel desired had hidden himself among the baggage. He had snuck away when all Israel had assembled and did not go willingly to his duty. Some attribute this to cowardice, others to humility. But when he came out, he stood taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. And Samuel asked the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? There is none like him among all the people. Israel had desired a man with physical attributes to rule over them, and the Lord had provided in kind. There at Mizpah, 
Samuel told the people the rights and duties of the kingship, and he wrote them in a book. They were instructed in what the king would take from them, and how he would serve them as a man anointed by God to lead his holy nation. This was a man who could only rule by following the precepts of God, by ruling the people of God by the law of God. So long as Saul followed this law, Israel would prosper. Should he turn away from following the Lord, then he and all the people would suffer, and his dynasty would come to an end. But Saul was not the ultimate king that Israel needed. He may have been the king they desired as they chanted, Long live the king, but he was not the king that could truly save them from their enemies. He would point ahead to Christ, the true king, the one who would deliver his people from sin, who would rule the kingdom of heaven for eternity. The king God provided to the world. Saul was selected as a mighty man, called out publicly by lot in the midst of the entire assembly of Israel, after having been anointed by Samuel the prophet. Our king was born into a hostile environment, forced to flee the Israel lands to Egypt to escape being killed. Saul, on the other hand, was treated with royalty upon his anointing, provided with choice meat to enjoy at a feast, and given a prepared bed on the rooftop to sleep, while Christ lay in a manger, his family rejected at the inn. Saul prophesied in the midst of the company of prophets, while Christ was alone, having no place to lay his head, and scorned by the scholars. The Israelites in Samuel's day saw their king standing before them, and they shouted homage to him, Long live the king! Thus Israel received her king from the Lord. While our Savior was born humbly, the Lord did not let his coming go unannounced. The angels sang praises before the shepherds at watch by night, and a star rose to alert the Magi from the east to come and worship the king of the Jews. They also offered homage to our king, presenting him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. For Christ was not selected as a man is looking for his donkeys. He willingly came into this world, born humbly in quiet Bethlehem, for our sake. Nor did he not hide from among the baggage when called the King of the Jews. But he stood before Pilate as our king, even laying down his life for us on that charge. While his circumstances were different from Saul, in both cases the Lord set a king over his people to deliver them from their enemies. Saul would deliver Israel from the Philistines and the Amalekites and the Ammonites for a time, but his own nature would betray him, and he would fall short in his kingship. And after him the Lord installed David as king, and from his line the Lord Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. Listeners, do you see him as your king? Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? There is none like him among all people. He was given a humble birth, and he was not much to look at, but he is the Son of God, who did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but humbled himself for our sake. There is none like him among all the world, for he alone is righteous and good, able to complete God's law perfectly. He upheld the law and the precepts, 
He is the king of justice. He was willing to establish and rule the kingdom of heaven, even when it meant rejection by his people and death upon the cross. Because of this, listeners, he is our perfect king, and we can obey and submit to him as citizens of his kingdom. We can worship him and pray, Long live the king. He provides us with strength by his spirit to obey him, even in the midst of countries that are shut down due to this pandemic. We can praise our God for his wondrous acts of mercy in Christ, knowing that we have salvation in our King, even though churches cannot gather normally and worship. Take time to reflect upon your Savior humbling himself, so that you may be exalted at the last day. And may that give you strength to handle today's difficult circumstances. Let us worship our King. Thank you for listening. Until next week.